Hello, everyone. No, come on. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rewatchman, where we don't review movies, we re-review them. We take a movie that you have a strong opinion about that you just haven't seen in a long time. Is it as good as you remember? Is it worse? Is it better? We're here to find out. Today, we are watching the 2008 film Twilight, and just the best audience for you to watch this, enjoy this movie with. I am your host, TC DeWitt. Ben is still not with me. He's back in America, but the boy's in, in uh, Sundance, so today I'm in, I am joined by two veterans of the cast, Chad Halverson Hi. and Candace Hassler. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. Actively. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for joining me in this this trip down memory lane. I, I can't wait. <laughs> well, it's funny, Like when Ben and I started this podcast, we were like, the movies need to be five years older or more, mm-hmm. right? Well, this movie's from 2008, so it's oh. a decade old. Yeah, it's wow. insane to think about. When did you start the podcast? Uh, I think around this around this time, yeah. around 2008. Yeah. So, like, we've caught yeah. up to like no. the beginning. Yeah, of oh this. yeah, they've been doing this for a while. Is this before me? <laughs> oh no, no, no! I no. guess not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's it it wasn't BC, right? BC. It was it was BC. It was AC. No. It's, it's, it's BCE. Before common, before, 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 before Candace entered, before Candace, <laughs> <laughs> the picture. Okay. Anyhow, uh, Chad, how you been? It's fine. Yeah, you have you have a future Twilight fan in your life now. Do I? Because I do. feel like she doesn't have to be. She's right in the demo. Hey, man. if 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 it's what she likes, you're just gonna have to learn to accept that. I, okay? I understand. <laughs> just just as you're gonna teach her things, she's gonna teach you things. Chad is recently fathered. Yeah. 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 Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'd, I'd say more, but I'm still super tired. <laughs> <laughs> so sleep is not an issue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been waking him up at like 2 a.m. asking him questions. Asking for a bottle. Yeah. yeah. Just the thing is, when I... she's a teenager, you just need to wake her up randomly and be like, do you know where my sock is? <laughs> oh, man. I can't find my sock. That's such a good idea. Happy birthday. Daughter. Like, go Daughter. in her room and just start going, yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, Dad, hey. Dad, why why are you waking me up? I just, I don't know. Payback's a bitch. <laughs> because I love you, honey. Yeah. Now go to bed. Um, but uh, ha- having a, a daughter now, she's a daughter, um, you have this to look forward to. Like, because Twilight hit a demographic when it came out that was not being capitalized upon. I no. Think. Now, the, the reason I, I chose Twilight, you asked me just yesterday, like, hey, we had discussed maybe doing a rewatchment on this trip, and you'd ask me what to do, and without missing a beat, I said Twilight, because <laughs> just like hours earlier, I had been discussing with Candace that I think it might be worth going back and watching this movie, because I don't know, I feel like, especially coming out of the hate that like Last Jedi got, and like the fanboy reactions to some of like the, I guess the hotter property properties, yeah. has been so visceral that it got me thinking about. This, I remember going to my first San Diego Comic-Con and people were walking around with signs that said Twilight Ruined Comic-Con. Yeah, I remember seeing pictures like that. People were, because they, oh, it's not comic books. I'm like, yeah, yeah. but it's movies. and Like, honestly, the, we've discussed this on some of our Comic-Con recaps, but Twilight did forever change San Diego Comic-Con because Twilight was the first time people slept outside to get into to Hall get H. In. Really? Yeah. Really, uh, Twilight? It, Twilight. Ugh. It was not even the first one. It was the second one. It was New Moon because it was such a phenomenon Yeah, that people were 
were rabid to get in get in to, to rabid like wolves <laughs> yeah I mean, you couldn't go to a halloween party anywhere for the next five years without seeing at least 10 glittery glittery shirtless vampires mopey so. mopey glittery yeah shirt. no smiles i don't want to see smile. i remember some cosplayers dresses like for the cullens that were just very like hey, uh, but also, the new Fifty Shades is coming out. Fifty Shades Darkest? What is it called? Freed. <laughs> Fifty Shade Freed. Freed. They answer fast there, pal. I was at a movie last week, and Someone the trailer prepared. was on there, unfortunately. <laughs> Fifty Shades Free. Now, Fifty Shades Grey is Twilight fan fiction. Yeah. It started as Twilight fan fiction, and I, uh, I'm not even going to look up the author's name because it's not worth mentioning, but it struck me that as much of a response that twilight elicited from people about being so just like angry with it and i i I count myself among that because well i'll get to that in a minute as much as it it got this reaction from her i think there's something to be credited to stephanie myers for not going after the 50 shades darker author or the 50 shades of gray author and not stopping her from from doing what she's doing i mean Maybe she figured she had enough money finally. Yeah, I guess. She was a fan of the series. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> she is a repressed Mormon housewife. So, I mean, that's what the whole basis of Twilight was based upon. Well, and I mean, vampires in general are um, sexually repressed oh, yeah. creatures. It's always been like the Anne Rice books. Yeah. Um, uh, so what's what bothered me about Twilight to begin with was it was a gateway into this genre into Buffy the Vampire Slayer and the Anne Rice stuff and, like, vampires and werewolves as mythology. But I really felt like the fans were willing to, willing to step to the threshold but turn their nose up by crossing it. Like, yeah. hey, let me introduce you to this Buffy. Let me introduce you to Angel. It's a really cool step. No. I don't like that garbage. Like, I really I felt that that was the reaction in general from a lot of the Twilight fans. Like, no, I like this. That's it. It's like, yeah, but this is the this is vanilla, man. Let me yeah, like it's to, so much better. Yeah, vampires gets way, they get way cooler. There's there's so much more to it. But no, they were. It it struck me that it's odd that it was this great gateway that no one wanted to cross. <laughs> um, I I read the books because my ex girlfriend at the time said, "Oh, this is gonna be bigger than Harry Potter," and I was like, "Really? Well, okay, we'll we'll see about that." And so I, I read the books just so that I had a full grasp of the fandom. Mm-hmm. And the books weren't, they're not Shakespeare, although it's funny because it opens with a Romeo and Juliet quote. <laughs> of course. Um, it's, they're not impressive books in terms of like the structure and the prose. I don't think Stephanie Myers is like the sharpest prose fiction writer. Mm-hmm. But they're, not, they're not bad. I know that's like seems odd to say, but they're not shit. They're just trashy romance novels. <laughs> I guess, and... I've I've only seen and I can't remember if I've seen this whole movie. I've definitely seen long sections. I've definitely seen the end, mm-hmm. but I don't. That was that was one of my problems. It just felt so. I don't know. Everything felt bland and just because it was a romance novel. Not not that I don't like romantic movies, but I don't know the genre bending with romance. I never really get into that stuff to begin with. I mean, technically we, we were never the demographic for this. No, straight, I know straight white males. We're not the demographic no, for this. That's uh, true. Candace, you you certainly fall more towards the demographic in being female. Uh, you read these books, if, I, if I'm correct. Yeah. I, I, I recall reading them. Yes. At one point in my life. <laughs> at one point in your life. you yeah. recall. I, I do not recall. <laughs> 
I don't recall the details of the, <laughs> the scriptures, uh, but I I didn't hate them. I was very invested at the time. I was, I believe, I was in high school. No, high school. Mm-hmm. Wait, what year? Two thousand eight was when the movie came out. Okay, college. So about, um, about 2006, seven would be when the books were coming out. Oh, okay. High school. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they turned over those books that quick? Well, let me take a look. So keep talking here. Um, it, was, it was something that I could really get lost in, and I just had fun with it. Uh, 2005 is when the first book was okay. published. Oh, yeah, definitely. High school. You couldn't find drugs or anything to <laughs> keep your mind occupied? No, you had to go with glittery vampires? Yeah, not enough sugar on the drugs. You know, I yeah. had a really big sweet tooth at the time, <laughs> so it just wasn't my thing. Ah. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed those books because I got them one after the other, and I finished them in a weekend. I just I was nonstop reading, which was fun. I mean, it's. I heard they're easy to read. Well, I, I, I think that's worth crediting the series for that. Got people reading as, yeah. as yeah. much as you can rail on the yeah. the material. It's similar with like Hunger Games and and especially what Harry Potter did. It got people lining up to buy these books, like yeah. physical yeah. paper hardbound books. That's that is rare in this day and age, especially with technology and tablets and everything. Like, who's rac- racing out to buy a physical book and Obviously, this is, God, 2005, I mean, <laughs> nearly 15 years ago. And um, that's that's impressive that it, it was garnering an uh, interest. I mean, the young adult fiction section has existed for quite some time. Yeah, but forever. it definitely boomed because of Twilight Divergent and Hunger Games. Maze Runner. Yeah, they, I think they... Uh, they definitely capitalized on the success of Twilight and seen a demographic that wasn't being catered to. No, and it it's this is why I love doing this podcast is going back to movies that we have such a strong feeling about and reevaluating them and being so far removed from Twilight. I caught a clip of it, like it, it came up on someone's thread. There was a clip of it, and I I couldn't help but look at it and go, that's actually a pretty well shot moment. Like it's cinematography wise, it looks all right. Like it doesn't look bad so that's what made me start thinking maybe i should rewatch this thing i do have a feeling that shot wise the first one will probably be the weakest not that i'm gonna watch all of them after this <laughs> no no certainly but i i do remember seeing hunger games the first time and then seeing the sequel and noticing oh this is when they got the budget you got more money yeah, yeah. oh certainly i mean the budget for the first one which is what we we're gonna watch today was 37 million yeah what was the budget for the second one uh, well, yeah they got those wolves of course that budget's gonna need to go you gotta up get too. that wolf money <laughs> yeah the lichen money uh-huh um the and this was a huge success of a film it made nearly 350 million dollars in box office so it was like oh hey we got a hit on our hand <clears throat> put summit on the map they were able to start pumping out movies like blockbusters and, and actually buying films that they could could build their entire company up on who knew what summit was before twilight had come out um let's see new moon new moon <laughs> Um, again, I don't want to make it out to seem like these are great books or great films. Um, that's what we're going to reevaluate today. But I never really felt like they deserved as much of the heat that they took. I really think it was it's, – it's a problem that Star Wars is facing right now in that, like, hey, I'm sorry, this isn't yours. It's everyone's. Yeah. And, and maybe not specifically Twilight, but, like, vampires. Sorry, vampires aren't yours. Yeah. And, okay, so sparkly vampires is kind of dumb when you think of the grand mythos of, of, of vampires. But at the same time, 
even Bram Stoker's Dracula, that vampire, that creation, that version of vampire could go out in the sunlight. He wasn't killed by sunlight. That was an idea that was developed after the fact. And the mythology of vampires has definitely changed over and over and over again. So they found a weird, dumb way to to make these vampires. I For me, I guess I've never been a huge vampire fan to begin with. I felt like, I don't know, they are sexually frustrated characters normally. And they're very... what that. Bram Stoker's Dracula, it's like mid-1800s. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, easily. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Vampires, they never appealed to me. I was always a zombie guy. Like, Yeah, I, I think I, it's in terms of like the universal monsters or just monsters in general, the mythology of monsters, I feel like you could create a personality chart based on what you're drawn to. Mm-hmm. Do you like werewolves? Do you like vampires? Do you like uh, zombies? Bigfoot aliens maybe even would fall under that category. Um, I feel like some there's probably it's the internet they will provide. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's a uh, um, a personality chart based on. I mean, what drew you? Do you have any sense of what drew you to the vampire story? You know, I growing up when you're younger, you learn how to socialize, following trends, following what everyone else is doing until you develop your own likes and personalities. I wore Jankos for a long time. You probably don't know what those are. I don't, but I don't judge you for what I'm sure other people might hearing that. They were pretty cool back in the day. Oh, okay. Okay. They were really wide, like, jeans. Like, for real. Okay. Yeah, like, the leg leg hole was the size of your waist hole. Yes. (laughs) So they got their, like, bell bottoms? Yeah, but they... Bell bottoms tapered. Yeah, they tapered. These are just straight, super wide legs. Okay. And and then I wore my chain wallet, too. Oh, Ooh, chain wallet. Yeah. yeah, chain wallet, oh, yeah. totally. Those never go I had in style. That. Yeah. And a starter jacket. And a, I did have a starter jacket. jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you following trends. Uh, yeah, it, they, Anne Rice was really big when I was in high school. Um, maybe, no, actually, I think it started in junior high. Um, so that's what got me into vampires is I read those books and I really enjoyed them. Oh, you read the them. Anne Rice books. Yeah. And then you went to Twilight. I feel like that was a reversal of, of quality. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're they're different. Yeah. And I can appreciate the varying elements that each of them possess while not comparing them mm. in completely. Um, it's my ma- imagination. I get to like what I want. You could do what you want, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I do what I want. Uh, but yeah, it was just, you know, I got exposed to the Anne Rice books. I really enjoyed those. And then Twilight started becoming popular, piqued my interest. I enjoyed vampires and stories about them. Um, I also actually, before those came out, I read Vampire Diaries, I think. I, I don't know if it's the same. You were mentioning that Vampire Diaries was based on the book. Yes. The, the show was based on the book. But the book that I read was pretty thin. Is that the same book that you were... As far as I know, the Vampire Diaries series are pretty short fiction prose, like okay. 150, 200 pages at the most. Like, All right, because I've never seen the show, yeah. so I, I, I don't know whether that's accurate information. But yes, I read a book called Vampire Diaries. And then after that, like a year later, uh, Twilight started becoming popular. So I picked one up, started reading it, really enjoyed it, and just went for it and kept going back to Barnes and no. Borders. 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 <laughs> Jinkos, yeah. starter jackets. Borders. This is a flashback, ladies and gentlemen. Man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, vampires. Um, 
I will say, though, I did shift from vampires to zombies because of 28 Days Later and my love, Killing Murphy. Mm. <laughs> this is hard. Um, I, I was fascinated by vampires back in elementary school because the vampire book in the school library at the elementary school mm-hmm. we went to was in the nonfiction section. <laughs> so it, it like creeped me out when I found it. Like they're real. They're real. I mean, what? why would why would they be in the nonfiction There's section? No other reason. If if they weren't real, so, and then there was a werewolf one in the same section. So I I just because oh I was what like ten, and I'm like, if they're in the nonfiction section. That means they're real, and that freaked me out. So you wore garlic necklaces, carried around wooden stakes, and you were really freaked out during the full moon. Yes, I I really was. (laughs) Uh, We we had done a rewatchment of Queen of the Damned. This is probably like two years ago. (coughs) It was Steve. And boy, that movie, it was bad. (laughs) It it was funny. In, In our rewatch of it at the time, it was worse than I had remembered it. It was one of those movies that was suffered from. They lost their main actress when she got. She killed. died. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, and and I think our final review of that ended up being something to the effect of, "If you like Twilight, you're probably gonna like Queen of the Damned." So I'm curious to see in rewatching Twilight now, and not with riff tracks, if I will feel the same that Queen of the Damned feels in the same caliber of of film. <laughs> I'm just hoping I can contain my laughter every time uh, she does the lip thing. Oh the... God! Or like. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, one thing I remember is blinking. She is a crazy blinker. She is. One. Oh man! We can have a drinking game to this. Uh, <laughs> soup sipping. I don't Sip think we're recording <laughs> afterwards. Then. <laughs> well, well, gosh! I mean, Kristen Stewart and um, uh, Edward, who played uh, Robert Pattinson, they definitely painted themselves into a, a stigma because of doing these films. Oh yeah, and. It's an it's another one of those things where like time changes my opinion. I really quite like Kristen Stewart's independent work, the films that she's been making of recently. I, I feel like she's a, she's a better actress than Twilight presented her as, and it could have everything to do with direction. I still think she's way too aloof. Like I I've mocked yeah, her in my one minute always. rewatch. Like. I will paraphrase my one-minute rewatch of, like, I'm sorry it's so difficult for you to be a celebrity. But she always seems to, like, put off, like, yeah, I'm f- whatever. I'm just, whatever. I don't know. Um, but something that I I hope doesn't crack me up every time she does it is her inability to finish a sentence without, like, a long pause. Like a Shat- I remember Shatner. That. Yeah. Like a Shatnerian pause. Like she would start a sentence. Like I just don't think. And then she would finish it a moment later. I can do this anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's something that the Rift Tracks guys definitely made fun of her from. Like, finish! Line. <laughs> um, but have you seen this movie? Mostly. You, you, I, I, oh, you had said already. You said you maybe. I, I'm fairly certain I've watched the whole thing with the Rift Tracks. So... I've seen it. Okay. We will likely be riffing through this, but we will give it a fair shake. Um, Candace, obviously, you, I'm assuming you've seen this. Movie. I'm going to watch this film in all seriousness. We better be. Oh, man, I better keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I am going to glare you know at you, Chad. I will say, I didn't see it when it came out. Mm-hmm. I just knew what it was about. And from what I could tell, I I fell into the bandwagon of, oh, it sucks. It looks stupid. And, you know, mm. 
Mm, you're a follower, huh? Well, you yeah. know, it was 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want people making fun of you? Guardians like wasn't out Twilight. yet. I really hadn't found myself yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm a, 10 years ago. You're different than you were 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I, 10 years ago, I was militant. Militant? Milit- militant. Militant about everything film. If you liked Twilight, you were stupid. Uh, you, were, you were still a huge Kevin Smith fan at this point, if I... 2008, yeah. Yeah, I was near the end of that. But it it wasn't even that. It's just like I thought I knew what good film was. And Mm. not that this film is good. I mean, it could be. We'll find out. (laughs) But uh, I think I finally realized after years of tormenting my friends that weren't, you know, watching films all the time like me, that people are going to like what they're going to like. And you're not going to be the demographic of everything, especially nowadays where – Netflix is handing out pilots like candy, and there is so much content out there. And suddenly there's all these people popping up who aren't white. It's weird. Yeah, right? I know, right? They didn't exist years, like 10 years ago. But but I can't possibly, A, watch all that stuff, and B, like all of it. I'm just not going to be the demographic. So I, have, I, I learned a, a while ago that I have to stop being a dick is really what it comes down to. Yeah, I, I've... I've definitely plateaued in my taste as well. At least it's how hard... Like, it used to shock me when people hadn't seen Star Wars. Like, I've never seen Star Wars. Like, what? How could you never see yeah. Star Wars? But the more I ran into people who hadn't seen them, I was like, oh, this is more normal than than I thought. Yeah. Um, but it to, 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 to kind of write off of new demo, people focusing on new demographics and people's tastes being different than other people's tastes and... I'm in a couple of Facebook groups that are clearly filled with immature film watchers, and not not to claim myself as some all-knowing mature film wa- yeah. watcher, but in that my tastes have plateaued, in that my snobbishness has ebbed, mm-hmm. that I'm not as hard on people for their tastes anymore, unless it's something that really doesn't make sense to me. Like if someone is saying. No, no, Batman versus Superman is the best Batman and Superman movie. I'm like, you need to explain this to me because I definitely disagree with you. Yeah. But for someone who might say, like, no, no, I I, I really like the Vampire Diaries. I like that TV series. I like I that's my favorite TV series. I can just say, Well, it's not for me. That's 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 your bag, but yeah. I watched Smallville for ten years. <laughs> And and people can rail on me for that, but then it's like, well, it it just wasn't for you. Yeah. Um, I used to love Burn Notice. That show's not that great if you <laughs> if you don't like Bruce Campbell. Oh jeez, <laughs> we watched Burn Notice at a friend's house before. Like we just were like stopped at his house before we we're gonna go get Wingstop for the night. And he's like, hey, a new Burn Notice is on. I'm gonna watch it first. And that was the first time I'd ever seen it, and I was aware of it being this popular show. Yeah. And as soon as it started, I'm like, wow, this is bad. I mean, I loved it. But I'll, I'll retrospect it. Like, it wasn't that. It was the, formulaic, super easy to follow. Like the narrator couldn't have been more boring. Dry. Just, yeah. Oh, I'm the narrator and I'm talking. <laughs> but hey, you know he what? was a serious spy, okay? <laughs> God, he got burned. He did. He uh-huh. did. But it, Oh, is that why he was so dry? <laughs> <laughs> dry and crispy. Oh, oh. Um, but it, it just is – it's really, really fascinating to me to see how – toxic certain fan bases can get especially when they don't get what they want rick and morty well well yeah i mean i was thinking more of the star wars fans but you're right like with 
with Rick and Morty, if it's not exactly what people want, they start like reacting against it. Well, they they railed against the fact that season three they hired like three or four female writers and all the alpha males. Oh, it showed. It showed. Yeah, it sucks. You guys are dumb, and I'm gonna blow you guys up, and uh, I hate you. Sesh, sesh wants us. Pick a Rick. I mean, it's and it's there's plenty of examples of people reacting really str- just like, hey, take a moment. Just really take a moment to think about what you're, how you're reacting. To send death threats, yes, to James Gunn, yes, because Karen Gillian cut her hair off, right? That's crazy. Because Amy Pond shaved her red hair off. Why does James Gunn she, get? She death was threats? already going to be leaving the show anyways. <laughs> like it's it's incredible to me, like that people react that way. I certainly have strong opinions about things that matter to me. But I'm not going to – I can't really let it ruin my life. No. I, I will get in a, into to a, a disagreement and an argument for for the sake to have the argument. That's, I mean, essentially being a movie critic as amateur as I might be, that's what I'm, I'm out to do is like, okay, let's have a debate about yeah. why Man of Steel is a bad movie and Superman Returns is a good one. Let's discuss this, right? Um, but, but to see, like, the fan reaction to – Look, are the Fast and the Furious movies good? No, but we keep getting them, and they're dumb, and you can rag on them, but they make all the money, and people keep going to see them. Yeah, and and the Marvel movies are what they are, and and I feel like there's plenty of these genre types type films that are not great, and don't treat them like they're Citizen Kane or The Godfather, and they're not that much different than what the Twilight franchise was. In that they are a specific genre for a specific audience. Mm-hmm. And if you're not part of that audience, you're just not going to like it. So with all that, being aware of all that now and going back and rewatching this movie, I i don't expect to like it. I don't either. I, but... but I expect maybe I will accept it a little differently. Maybe I can nitpick it from a more nuanced point of view. I don't know. Um, any any thoughts? When's the last time you watched this, Candace? Um, I don't recall. When was the last time you watched it? That's probably when I watched it. Oh, jeez. I mean, I... Okay, so I actually had this specific poster on the Wikipedia page hanging in my room. Uh-huh. Um, for my ex. Sure. All right. <laughs> Back in 2008. Okay. Probably 2010, maybe, is when I saw the riff track. So it's been a while since I've seen this movie. Uh, well... Being that I'm not as judgmental as you two pricks, <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe I'll have much of a problem with it. I I enjoy the the uh, I guess art direction of the film. I like how muted everything is. I really personally I enjoy fog. I enjoy cloudy right? weather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, forks, forks. <laughs> yeah, forks. That's the city it's in. Forks. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to watching it again is to see the – to experience it with fresher eyes. Because like I said, I saw that clip and I was like, huh, so it's yeah. better than I – like it looks better visually than I remember it being. And I wonder if that will be consistent through the whole movie or if it will be – I mean it's it's a $40 million movie. So let's see where that budget went. I remember hating the cinematography. Yeah. Because really? you can definitely tell the money went to everywhere but. <laughs> so Okay, okay. Um, I, I think it's funny that of everyone in this cast, Anna Kendrick is in this movie. She yeah, has right. an Oscar now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She plays a best She's friend fun. character. Oh. Um, 
And oh, and there's also uh, what's Jacob the um, uh, yeah. ta- Taylor Taylor Lautner Taylor Lautner. Yeah, yeah. Taylor is he still doing things? I uh, don't know. It's funny because I thought he I he was I like hot shit for a while. Thought maybe he'd be the one who'd make it out as I, oh I, break from the mold yeah. from the vampire and yeah. it, it's proving completely incorrect because he's the one that proved to not have much of range mm-hmm. whereas. Pattinson and Kristen Stewart. I actually think Robert Pattinson has a very, yeah, very I, good range. I've seen that. some of his indie stuff. Good times. Yeah, he's good. Not all of them are are great, but he's he's a very committed actor. Yeah, uh, he's still dating. I no no no. no. Remember she Donald cheated Trump? On him. Well, no, I know yeah, that, Donald but didn't they get back together? The Donald called uh, Kristen Stewart out. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I can rec- recommend a film from 2017, Good Times, starring Robert Pattinson, is really quite good he plays this uh, brooklyn oh man it's he's a criminal and his brother it's it's a really good indie flick the writer director is a first timer and he stars as the brother in the film okay and pattinson does a really good does a really good job in it but he he's proven himself to have a really good range last week i watched batman with geisler Mm -hmm. david geisler from the technophiles and another zelda podcast plug uh and i was struck by how good Keaton was in retrospect to see having seen Birdman and the founder and now looking at 89 Batman being able to see his ability on the screen so now that I've seen Pattinson in quite a few other things since and Kristen Stewart in a few other things since uh, like Personal Shopper uh, which was also 2017 and seeing that they do have ability I'm curious to see now watching Twilight if maybe I'll see hints of that ability maybe um, anything's possible anything's possible <laughs> all right well uh why don't we take a break now and we'll pop in the movie any final thoughts before we dive into it uh, I, keep an open mind gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> sorry i can't roll my eyes on podcasting just so. we'll, we'll just add a sound effect ah! go, rolling Roll. my eyes there you go that, and people will know um you know, we might come out of this as Twitards. Yeah, Twitards. <laughs> you can't say Twitard. Can that's you? not nice. Never go full Twitard. Can I not say that? Is that not? That's. What, I mean, that, in 2008, you could still say that word. Oh, that's hey. like dropping an F on on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I don't know if we can let you on this podcast again oh, after this. Man. Well, at least I get to finish it. No, I, all I said was twitard. Whoa, oh, whoa, hey. hey what? I just, that, that was the term, wasn't uh-uh. it? Wasn't uh, that the term? That's not nice. That's not politically correct. Can I correct. not say that word? No. I guess maybe in 2008 I can say that word. So. Mm. What are Twilight fans called then? Uh, Twihards? Uh, Twihard. That's not that's twi- Twilights? Twi- twi- twinkles? Twinkles. Twinkles. <laughs> yeah. I like that. All right. Okay. We're going to take a break here. Uh, Twilight is available on YouTube right now. If you, We, we will be watching it off of YouTube. <laughs> we are, li- are going to rent this movie. I go legit. YouTube. That's crazy. Uh, so if you, if you just happen not to have a copy of this lying around and you want to give it a watch, uh, Here's your chance to pop it in. Or if you watched it uh, beforehand, good for you. Anyway, we're going to take a break here. Good for you for remembering. (laughs) Yeah. And we'll be back after this break.
Or will it still what? save the file? Will it just stop? I don't know. If it starts flashing, I'll stop. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's just start. Okay. If okay. you notice. Oh, come on, stop jinxing it. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, welcome back. Uh, I'd forgotten that that supermassive black hole was in this movie. Oh, the I sun. did. I actually sang it, and then it came on, and you're like, oh, I forgot this was in the film. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there thinking, I just did. I just went through a portion of the song. I was so focused yeah. on the film that I did oh, not, man. I could Beautiful, not take Beautiful, sparkly. Okay, so we have we have rewatched the movie. We've taken a taken a break before getting back on the mic here, so it's still fresh in our minds, right? I hope so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so fresh here. and clean. Um, but uh, I I have my my new feelings about this. But let's go. Let's start with Candice here. So since you were, I would. Probably guess at this table the the bigger fan of the Fritzelman franchise up to this point. How did you feel going back and rewatching it all these years later? Like, okay, about forty-two bite lips in, I (laughs) realized. Shannon was keeping a tally how many times Chris Chris and Stewart bit her lip. There's a lot of weird mouth stuff in this movie. A lot, like her weird like lip biting. There's a lot of like, does she never close her lips? It's just always like. Just always, you can well, always see her top. But it's they're all different though. She's very, Articulate. she's not like consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very, uh, like, she's got the the sidearm. Yeah, she's got these these op- gaping mouth poses mm-hmm. plotted out. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. it's very method. Anyway, so about forty seven lip bites in. I realized, I'm not an angsty teenager anymore, you guys. <laughs> I did not expect to feel the way that I did. Uh, going through this film, watching it, yeah. yeah, I I didn't enjoy it as much as I believe I recall I did when I was in high school watching it. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Chad, how about you? Like, I mean, this, this like very likely was your first time sitting and watching this without. So, well, yeah, without it was riff tracks, without guys, the riff tracks. We riffed through it so yeah. for the most part, but we I, couldn't help ourselves. <laughs> My favorite was when Emmett lands in the back of the pickup truck. I <laughs> just did the Limp Bizkit song. Oh. <laughs> you got it. Kids didn't, but it was like, yo, y'all feeling this shit right here. <laughs> uh, anyway, make me so, lose my mind. so I, just as I thought, I mean, back when that movie came out, I wasn't the demographic, and I definitely am not the demo. Still not the demo. Man. I, well, I, I will it's, say, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. If, no. if if I take the fact that I'm a 33-year-old and make myself 16, mm-hmm. probably would enjoy it a little bit more. Uh, I'll say some of the effects were kind of cool, but... No, I like the uh, the blurring motion whenever the, the vampires yeah. oh. do their stuff. There's, there's Steve Austin. <laughs> Million Dollar Man Steve Austin. Um I I thought I might like it. I I thought I was gonna like it a little bit more. I thought going into it this time that I would find something new to appreciate about it. I didn't really enjoy the cinematography as much as I did when I I saw that one clip that I prefaced in our pre-show. Yeah. Um. That, overall, the washed-out look of this was very reminiscent of a lot of what's wrong with Zack Snyder's movies, where it's this very blue. And, it's just and void of red, sterile uh, palette. Now maybe that was a purposeful thing because like the reddest things in here are her truck and Edward's lips. <laughs> I mean, the only time they're really red with color is at the end. Both of them are. Yeah, there was one shot um, where 
there was like a, a Christmas tree lights in the background and you could see the actual legitimate green of the trees uh, juxtaposed to like just their very gray tone outfits. And it was, a, I pointed, I said, is this the most colorful shot we've seen in this movie? Yeah, right at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it was, there was a point in the middle, but yeah, I, I thought I was going to find a way to appreciate the, maybe the cinematography or, or but not even, the, like you pointed out the editing like right away. It has a very chop around the action editing style it, to it as well. It's, I mean, I can't confirm it because I wasn't there. It just looks like, cinematographer kind of knew what they were doing and knew how to shoot action, but the editor really had to cut around it to make it look like something. Yeah, like you, you being an editor, you've been there where it's like, how do I make this look well, better? I've never edited at that scale, but I can take small scale and scale it up and yeah, yeah. figure it, that out. It's it, The action definitely isn't what is going to sell this movie anyway, so they didn't. it didn't look like a lot of effort went into the action sequences. Why was the movie two hours? Like, as an editor, two hours? Yeah, as an editor, I could have cut that down in 90 minutes. And I know that's normally, like, reserved for a comedy, but I I can only imagine if this one was two hours, just like the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Like, what was the last one? Like, seven? Well, they broke it into two. Yeah. 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 So, Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, it's... Oh, God, I can't believe it was two hours. Um... It was just over two. I, the plot I looked at it. doesn't actually. There is very, very little thin, plot in this movie. Very thin. Like, when does James show up to hunt Bella? Like the last fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah, I know he, we've seen him. Like they've put like trickles of those three hunting. Yeah, right at the beginning. Up, up, like they just remind you, don't well, there's bad vampires, there's bad vampires. But he doesn't show up to like the last maybe fifteen minutes, ten minutes of the movie, and that's when like the real plot occurs. Uh, but I will say. This might be a near identical uh, translation from book to screen. I don't know how well you remember the book. <laughs> Not that well, apparently. <laughs> but, and I, I mean, I read the book back in 2008 um, because I needed to know. I might have said that before. I needed to know if the books were as good as everyone was screaming they were. They're not. Um, but I think they they took practically just transcribed the book to the screenplay. Because there was lines of dialogue that were verbatim. There was moments that were verbatim from book to screen. And I don't even think they cut anything from the book. I'm sure some diehard fan out there right now is like, oh, well, actually, they cut this. But um, I would do the same thing with a comic book complaint. But but it just seemed like for as thin as this all was, part of me wonders if, like, I wonder if you watched New Moon, if you could, like, combine the two books into one. But (laughs) that's not how movies make money. Right, franchises make money by lengthening them, not shortening them. I don't know. I felt uh, out of place learning about all these kids I didn't care about. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that's the strange thing. I, I've said it before. I think there's a good story here. There's a good mythology. There's a good, yeah, good universe that she created Cut here. The bullshit. But yeah. I don't think she was the one to tell it. For example, I know that not this is. It's not in this movie, but. Uh, speaking of characters you would meet and know very little about, the other Cullen family members, right? You got Rosalie, who was the one who didn't like Bella for some reason. And didn't need to be in the film. Yeah, but yeah. She, she serves no purpose whatsoever. Yeah. Her backstory, which you get maybe 15 to 20 seconds of in like the third movie, <clears throat> is, and I, I might be remembering this incorrectly, but I can vividly remember the visualization of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. She was murdered on her wedding day by a group of guys and saved by uh, Dr. Cullen to turn her into a vampire. And 
once she became a vampire, still in her wedding gown, hunted down all the guys who attacked and killed her and murdered all of them. So, like, that glimpse of a scene of her backstory, as I'm, I see that and I go, well, I want that movie. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, that Rosalie, sounds way like, more the, fun. The vengeful vampire bride. It's like, like Kill Bill with vampires. Yeah, right? And then and then Jasper, who plays the one who always looks like he's got a poop. <laughs> oh, because well, he's the newest one. <laughs> he's the newest. Still trying to learn. By the way, if, if he's the newest vegetarian, why are you sending him to high school? Right, like yeah, if he's right? having trouble controlling himself, well, maybe stay at home for a few decades until you've worked out this whole vegetarian well, situation. Newest, maybe compared he's compared to all them. Yeah. He's been a vegetarian. Well, for, air quotes. Air quotes. Um, well, for, for some time. What's worse, sending them to a high school in the middle of nowhere in Washington, or yeah. sending them to New York City? Anywhere, just leave him at home. But here's the thing: his backstory is he was turned into a vampire during the Civil War. And helped lead a, a group of Civil War vampires to fight the Rebs, a vampire. Like, that backstory right there, I'm like, I want that movie. Where's that story? Like, it wasn't even until the third movie when they, like, gave him his southern accent. Because in this, he's just, hey, I'm... Do you recall what his power was? I'm, I'm trying to recall. Because right they now, all have mutants. They're all mutants. Yeah, they're it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. superpowers. But I, I'm wondering, was his ability something that was playing into his character, aside from the whole he's trying to restrain himself from murdering and eating everyone around I, him? I think he's a sta- like a, st- a strategy. Like he's really good at strategy. I don't, I'm not sure that's exactly a – that's Cyclops' second like, ability. <laughs> it wasn't empath or something like that? No, I don't I don't re- quite recall. I, okay. I, what I remember and what I don't remember is very uh, hit or miss with me in terms of the Twilight series. But yeah. th- those two backstories are far more fascinating. And that goes to what I'm saying. There's some good ideas here. Like even, even Jacob and the werewolves who aren't in this movie. This is strictly vampires in yeah. this movie. There's the hint at the at the werewolves to come. They're not even werewolves. They're shapeshifters. Mm-hmm. And they establish that in like a sentence in the last book. Like, oh, by the way, you guys aren't werewolves. You're shapeshifters who chose wolf forms. Werewolves are another thing. Maybe we'll get to that some other time. Like, Really? Yeah, that last book has one of the most deus ex machina endings that I Oh, really? Like, like, like something I was I was really tipped my hat to was when that last movie came out. There's this big build-up to a battle. I know we're talking about the wrong movie, but yeah. it's, well, there's this big build-up to the battle. In the book, um, Alice, the, the one who can see the future, goes up to the leader of the bad vampires who can read people's minds, and she shows him what could happen if they fight Mm -hmm. so in the book she walks up and says hey this is what happened when we fight he looks at her mind and goes okay we're not fighting end of it like and and then there's a there's a whole other thing where like other a good vampire comes out who's half human half vampire and it's like surprise everything's fine we don't have to fight and it's like i just read this whole freaking book leading up to this battle you're not gonna have the battle in the movie they do the battle I mean, and like, people are getting their heads ripped off and limbs ripped off, and them. And I can remember when that played. I was working at the theater at the time. It was uh, interlocked, so multiple screens yeah. on a delay. And I would go from theater to theater, listening to the reactions of all the girls watching their characters get murdered on screen. That didn't happen in the book. Yeah, it was free for all. No character was safe. Oh. It was hilarious. It was this amazing, hilarious thing. <laughs> That, that's beside the point. We're, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Let's specifically lock back down to Twilight here. Was there anything to like in this viewing of the film? 
Is there anything you could take away from this that you're like, meh, okay, I'll give them that? Um, I suppose you could say it was endearing when Edward and Bella got together and you see this transformation that Edward goes to to where he's not this very um, secretive and quiet guy that he, you know, flourishes and opens up because of this relationship that he's found. I'm married. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to deal with high school BS anymore. Okay. I mean, Chad, do you want to chime in with anything that you could, like, give this credit? Because I want to come back to your point, Candice, but I want to get to Chad first here. Uh, it it the baseball scene was cool. <laughs> I <can't see> it. <laughs> so okay, you can like it. That's fine, but that always is so contrived to me. Like it is. It totally like, is. This is the only time we can play baseball. Which one of you said you went? Uh, New Year's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can only play baseball in a thunderstorm. Uh, New Year's. Yeah. Um, I uh, I don't know, man. No, you know what? Yes, yeah, that is a neat way to kind of show off how they can cut loose on their powers by. Having something fun like playing baseball, yeah, I'll give him that. I did like I did like the fact that it is a little bit of a different take mm-hmm. of vampire mm-hmm. lore. Um, I, I don't know. I, I overall, it just it just cut out half the high school students. You can have them, just don't talk to them. Have Anna Kendrick. <laughs> That's all you need. Uh, Anna yeah. Kendrick, she was great. Oh wait, I, you know what I did like all the mansplaining and uh, sexual misconduct. <laughs> right. and yeah, that the was one fun. kid just runs up and kisses her, <laughs> and then almost kills her. <laughs> She's mad. <mine. laughs> <laughs> okay, is, is there a place for this sort of fantasy wish fulfillment? Because you could look at this. And you could look at it from a perspective of like, oh, how demeaning. She's just this girl, and she falls in love with a guy, and he's there to rescue her, and it's, an, and it's a prince saving her. And and I could see people looking at that. I could probably see more girls than guys looking at this and going, oh, that's offensive. She needs to stand, She needs to be more empowered, right? But is there anything wrong with, with it being this teenage love fantasy? Why Is there something so bad? Is it terrible that she's just this lovey-dovey girl who falls in love with the handsome, mysterious guy and he rescues her? Is there anything wrong with that fantasy? There's, there's something wrong with making the character two-dimensional where she, she can be in love with her. I'll watch something with people falling in love, whatever age they are, but don't make her reliant on him. It almost seemed like from the beginning, even when he couldn't smell her, she was still mystified. When any other girl would have been like, fuck you. You know what I mean? I just, there's certain, and maybe maybe the other movies she has a better development, but it really, really does feel like it's a big... You're you're not wrong, wrong in calling her thin. For the longest time, I felt she was this very like one of the thinnest, most unlikable characters. But that just makes her more suited to to be uh, an every woman for... Like you can see her... I would assume girls could see themselves in Bella. But let's let's ask the question to you, Candice. What I just said, is there anything wrong in this style of wish fulfillment? It may not be your bag. It may not be uh, something you're into. And, and you being a much... I don't know. You're a far more stronger female than I see Bella as. But actually, I have a new thought nice. on Bella. But I want to ask you what you how, do. You think there's anything wrong with this sort of female wish fulfillment? Um. Well, it's hard to say because yes, I am quite a different person <laughs> than 
Bella is. Um, like, do you see? Do you see Bella as harmful to to femininity? Do you see her harmful to girls as a role model? Oh yeah, because she's definitely not a role model. She rarely goes out and does things for herself. She's not very proactive, right? Yeah. Um, she needs this person. Sorry, I'm thinking ahead to the other, like what happens further down the road. All right, it's hard so not it's, to it's not, but yeah. No, but she she's pretty much needed him ever since like the, she looked at him. She's like, I need that. Like yeah. that. I want that. There was no, there was no like hesitation. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't feel... She's a bland person. Yeah. She okay. doesn't have things that she invests herself in. Yeah. And she's doesn't, I don't know, the way she perceives the world around her is just boring. <laughs> so wh- why is she such a prize to Edward? Because right? she I, smells good. And dumb. he can't read her mind. I'm sorry, I actually yeah. like, can answer yeah. my own question. At 16, 17 years old, oh. like, she is screaming into her pillow just like night terrors because Edward dumps her. It's the stupidest thing. Does he dump her because it'll be safer for her? Yeah, if yeah, oh, wa- yeah. What? <laughs> Man, I could have wrote those books. Gentleman alert. <laughs> Um, oh, uh, by the way, yeah. apparently she wore hair pieces. Extensions. So we. No, wasn't... that's different. So what are hair pieces? Like, like little. I, I assume it was chunks of hair <laughs> that had a little comb on the end that you just dig into. The... Oh, yeah. okay. All okay. Right. Well, neither of us were right then. <laughs> okay, I was wrong. It wasn't a real hair. <laughs> 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 but Charlie's mustache was real, right? <laughs> oh no! Um, uh, we discussed the music at the upfront on this, but um, uh, music, 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 music. Candice so was talking about yeah. like, oh, this song. I re- oh, I forgot about this song. So you were hearing a lot of songs, like, oh yeah, like I'm assuming you just had this album and listened to it a lot when you were. No. No, I'm sorry. I was just uh, hair pieces was the last thing I remember. Talking about. <laughs> You just blanked out here. Where, wow, where that came from? This, the music in this, the like the pop hits, like the the actual band music, hit, eh, they were fine. The score in this movie drove me nuts because it clearly sounded like a guy on a Casio keyboard, like just like a synthesized orchestra. Yeah. Uh, not, uh, not, not good. Come on, there are so many good compo- amateur composers out there that should be getting work, and then. Hey, hey, it was moody. It was fun. Uh, it just That's remi- all you really needed for It reminds me film, of Saving okay. Sarah Marshall where it's like, yeah, so I just got to sit here and do like the, yeah, just do the same tonal shit that you always do. That was Seinfeld. Come on, just do do what you, can you please just do. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah, it was just this very bland score to this thing. I mean, it fit the aesthetic have, ha, has this gone on long enough now that we could get a remake and a reboot of this of this series uh, no <laughs> will we get a reboot or a remake of this series because stephanie myers uh. did say she had a concept for a tv series about the the wolves about the the lakotas yeah <laughs> lakotas i remember their name <laughs> No. I mean, isn't that Teen Wolf? Didn't they already do that TV show and movie? <laughs> I, it, it's funny. That's yes, they did, um, and that actually went on for quite a few seasons. Um, and the kid who was on that ended up being Superman on Supergirl. Anyway, whoa. Um, and it's the kid from Road to Perdition. <laughs> anyway, uh, great movie. 
Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Got a few anyways to cut out there. I'm leaving him in. I think we broke him. Yep, yep. That's TC dying in the background for all you listeners still tuning in. This is what I get. This is what I get. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, the this is so passe. I don't think that vamp, vampires are done. And I'm surprised zombies aren't done. And in a way, they zombies are. are done. Because yeah. Walking Dead had its worst ratings since season two yeah, after well, Negan came into the series. That's what happens when you kill Glenn. Spoiler. Forever. <laughs> uh, but is, is, is there – will we see another vampire series? Like, so to move away from Twilight here, do you think there's anything left to be added oh, yeah. to the vampire mythology that we'll get another one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why, I mean, what's the point of living then? If we're not going to get new <laughs> if we're stuff – we're not going to get more vampires, or or what's the point of living? Or if we're not going to try, you know, taking old ideas and twisting them to – do new things like then why are why are we doing what this? are we even doing what are yeah. we even doing uh, well i i specifically don't know what's left to be s- done with vampires right president like, vampire president dracula there you go president just dracula. i just made a movie boom write it uh so abraham lincoln done. vampires hunter now i'm not saying people aren't going to keep trying but it seems to me that that the the vampire era we're in a we're in a, a waning period to use moon references just in terms of <laughs> to stick with twilight right um uh, at the time in college we had lestat as the rock star vampire mm-hmm. and 28 days later as zombies which were the fast sprinting olympic yeah. speed va- uh, zombies uh, we've moved back towards the shuffling strong zombies with walking dead and we went to sparkly vampires <laughs> for that era but we haven't it's been it's been over a decade since twilight we haven't had another vampire turn up. Uh, okay, Schulze's listening right now, and he's like, uh, uh, what we do in the shadows. That's such an indie niche audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not going to count that either. Pop culturally, I don't know that there's a place for vampires. Even even looking at the failures of The Mummy, which was the setup to the Universal to Monster the, movies. The, the dark world. Right, right. Yeah. And that they were going to give us Bride of Frankenstein and the Wolfman and another Dracula, but they're not going to get that chance now. Nope. Do people want vampires? Uh, maybe it's not fair to say that we won't get another vampire, but at this point in time, this is a, this is a damn shame because I've written a freaking vampire feature and I'm saying that I don't think people want it. <laughs> I think not to get too political here but i mean uh vampires have deep roots in just sexual repression or just uh it's another like man having total control over the woman that's what like the traditional stories were so maybe during our current political climate maybe not so much having a vampire that is overbearing and can literally and male yeah and male (laughs) Okay, yeah, okay. Now you you might be onto something there. Having having an empowered female vampire. Yeah, that would be cool. There's something there to. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, Underworld. Well, no, I see. I don't. I think Underworld overstayed its welcome, having what five or six films, mm-hmm. and I think Kate Beckinsale is one of the better female action heroines. But even that ran its course, and people weren't even all into that. Um. But just beyond a, a mind-numbing, dumb action movie, having something a, a little more in the vein of what Dracula was was always, which is a 
more of a romantic drama than just a guns firing action movie. Like that's something that always bothered me with the underworld characters is like, okay, you're vampires, but you're still just firing guns in leather. It's yeah. just like you know what? Give me a, a silly romantic comedy about a girl who's just living her dream, but also a vampire. <laughs> it's hard being a vampire these days. <laughs> But put, putting a, a female, empowered female vampire character, that's that's an angle I don't feel like has I been... I mean, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No. I, I feel like, just to bounce off that, I think that's going to happen a lot. I mean, they, they've already started to do it. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, you know, female-driven comedies. I mean, they tried doing Ghostbusters, which you can argue failed or whatever. Uh, but there are a lot of... I don't know, gender bending, especially with uh, reboots, too, it seems like. It's, I, I don't know. It just well, Yeah, yeah, you're right. That that seems to be the trend. Now, it's, <laughs> let me let me try this out. Let me make sure I'm not verging in offensive territory. Remember when found footage was just used for horror? And then people were like, hey, we can do other genres with found footage, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So maybe this whole, like, hey, let's gender flip over here. Hey, why don't we try that in other genres? What? I know. <laughs> So what I'm saying is we need a male Tomb Raider. That's what I'm trying to say, Chad. That's what Uh, I'm trying to say, Chad. Oh, man, just like (laughs) one jock strap and then like barely uh, a shirt worn. (laughs) Just just like a crop top. (laughs) Like a mesh crop top. (laughs) Sign me up, sailor. (laughs) Okay, let's, let's wrap this up here. Is Twilight worth watching? Like is... Is there still a? Is this movie still? Could this? Could this movie still find an audience in someone new? Um, who 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 would watch this? Would you recommend this to anyone? I think I I'll speak for myself and say I've seen it now more than once. I don't think I'll ever watch this again. I don't see any reason to ever watch this again. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Even and I I can't speak for teenagers nowadays, but just the way the movie looks the technology or like the way kids interact in it, the way kids interact in high school now is like completely different than what that movie is. And I, I don't know. I don't feel like it's dated in a weird way. Yeah. Well (laughs) think about it. Like, uh, I don't know. It it just feels weird. A lot of movies that were made with like early cell phones feel like, or or like uh, with beeper. I don't know. Just sorry. Hey, she used Google and Amazon Dude, in this movie. We that didn't was, talk about that. That was, that was yeah. something odd. Google, Google let them do that. So yeah. like, that's strange. Like Normally, it's like, hey, we want to have a search engine in our movie. And Google's like, you must pay us $1 billion. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look use, up Gargle. I'm going to use Gargle. Well, this was 10 years ago. Google then was like, oh, we could use the exposure. <laughs> but here's the thing. The thing's short. Yeah, they could. I mean, I don't think Amazon and Google were as big then as they are now. Right. But still, 10 years ago, they were pretty yeah. big. <laughs> it was just funny that, that just, you, but, but, you pointed but, but, out. I was uh, like, oh, yeah, she's – because it bugs me when I see – it's not just like when someone uses a fake search engine in a movie. But when I see like soda or potato chips, like what, you couldn't get – Coke or yeah. Lay's to give you a brand. Uh, just don't have chips or soda then. Couldn't get Fago <laughs> to get on. You shoot. I Sci-fi. Have. Would you like some soda, Chad? Um, Couldn't get your Sorry, we, we, we jumped away from the, the question here. Is there an audience for this still? Or is this one of those... Does this oddly fit into that nostalgia category of like, you know what? If you were like 
hardcore into this movie, you're probably still going to like it. I, I do know people that still like this movie. Okay. Candace, I'm not going to. You are not one of them, Candace. Yeah, I just, you know. Adult angst apparently is different than teenage angst. Very different. And I don't speak teenage angst anymore. <laughs> if, if Bella and Edward had to pay taxes, yeah, then you it, would have appreci- I, they would have appreciated life a little bit differently. I would have related. We more. have to spend our flex dollars, otherwise <laughs> we're going to lose it at the end of the year, Bella. Yeah. Yep. Oh, just eternal sixteen-year-olds. I just <laughs> like I I gotta go back to that that just that insane notion of like okay if he's ninety but he's still like can't mature past his that's that's ugh. <laughs> i'll say this this is better than queen of the damned this the what? Tw- yeah queen of the damned am i not remembering that right either queen of the damned did not hold up and i know it's even been two years since we did that rewatchment but i can it, queen queen of the damned watched like a sci-fi film like a show a movie really? from sci-fi like it may have a little more budget in its like cinematography and some of its effects but in the acting of that movie, it's bad. I do remember it being bad. Yeah, and oh. uh, and I, I will I will now retract my statement because I thought about I had mentioned this when we started our or did our preamble that I wondered how this would fit into my recommendations of Queen of the Damned to Twilight. I would now say, if you like Twilight, don't bother with Queen of the Damned because it's not as good. And uh, well, <laughs> that's not saying much towards Twilight, but. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that this is the type of movie that's gonna find any new fans. I don't think Twilight's going to spark any It's it's hard with drama that's set in present day. Period pieces do better because we can all be like, Oh yeah, it's the eighteen hundreds Victorian area era. Yeah. But like mid two thousands in Washington State. Yeah, doesn't really sound that romantic. Give give me the killer bride vampire movie, or give me the civil war vampire movie. Where are my Tide Pods? <laughs> Your Tide Where are my fidget spinners? Oh god! Oh man! So I'm, I got a dab. Can Can you imagine Edward falling for a sixteen year old in two thousand eighteen? <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> I'm gonna take a South hat. See, that would have exposed him immediately. Because they would have, people would have been Snapchatting galore and, like, and not seeing him. Why is he not showing up? On, oh, the Cullens are vampires. The ending. He showed up in the reflection of the water. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they're not those. They're not those. They don't have those. All rules. right. You know what? I'm done. If I, if none of my previous knowledge can help in any way with these movies, I will not watch any more of them. Sorry, you're you're dead. If you meet one of these vampires, just, you won't understand them. Or how to fend them off? So I, I will ask another question here. Are there any vampire movies you would recommend, based on your your knowledge or like your memory? Because obviously, I don't know. Maybe you haven't seen any new ones. I will for the for the sake that it's one of the newest and best is what we do in the shadows, which is written and directed by Taika Waititi. Uh, Jermaine Clement stars in it. It's a New Zealand r- documentary about four vampires who live together in New Zealand. And it's very very funny. Seek that out. Um, but are there any other vampire movies you guys would would recommend people uh, maybe give a shot? Nosferatu is freaky as hell. Oh, the classic. Yeah, if you ever want to watch, I mean, in, you have to be in a mood to watch old film because yeah. it's 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 a talkie, or no, it's, it's a silent era. It's a yeah, silent yeah. era. Yeah, it's it's weird though, like the shadow and the lighting and just the the putting yourself in the you know mid twenties 
figuring out how they shot all that. I don't know. It's just well, really fun to watch. It, not only given that a watch, and you can find it on YouTube because it's public domain. Oh, yeah. There's an amazing docu- uh, biopic yep. about that movie. I think, is it John Malkovich plays mm-hmm. Nosfer- the actor who played Nosferatu? Nosferatu, yep. Uh, whose name is something Shrek. It's it's Max Shrek or something like that. <laughs> and Nosferatu, I mean, you go classic, classic, classic vampires. Uh Nosferatu set a lot of the vampire mythology mm-hmm. into pop culture because they didn't want to get sued by Bram Stoker's estate. <laughs> so they made up certain things like how sunlight affects vampires. Yep. A lot of the uh, vampire mythology that is part of the zeitgeist is f- more from no- Nosferatu and less from Bram Stoker. Bram Stoker. It's kind of like an amalgamation of the both of them. Uh, but Candace, do you have any... Uh, Oh, what? sorry. I was waiting for you to finish your, your sentence. Um, Any recommendations for vampires? Um, I needed to cough over here. Yes, you did. Well, I'm going off of dated memory information, which in the past day has proven to be a little faulty. But I'm going to go ahead and suggest, now I feel with a cast like Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt, okay. um, can't go wrong, Interview with a Vampire. I recall that being a film that I enjoyed, and if I rewatch it again anytime soon, I hope that still stays. I hope it stands, stands up as true. well. Actually, that, that'd be it. We've, we've done three vampire rewatchmen now because we did Blade 2 and we did Queen of the Dam. Now we've done Twilight. Blade 2? Yeah, yeah. All it right. Was, it was for something Del Toro was releasing, so we like coincided with him because oh, yeah, Gar- Guillermo did... directed that second. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, it's. <laughs> it's 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 exactly what you think it is exactly as what you remember it to be yeah all the wwe wrestling moves and all <laughs> we're out running lights yes <laughs> um yeah i mean blade even the first the first and the second blade are are fun definitely dated late 90s 2000s uh comic book action movies <laughs> um, but but they they have their place in my heart <laughs> uh but Interview the Vampire is a good recommendation. I wonder. Yeah. I, it's a period piece, too. Chris, Kirsten Dunst. Oh, she is so good at that. Did she, I, did she get nominated for that one? I feel like she did. Probably. I thought she For did. an Oscar for that one. I feel like she did. She was like 12 when she made that, right? Yeah, she was super young. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's Anne Rice there. That's a, that's a real writer. Not yeah. that Stephanie Myers hack. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Let's wrap this up here, guys. Thank you for, for I don't know. I'm not going to say suffering through Twilight because I don't think it was it was painful to watch. Every movie is an educational experience yeah, we've, for me. Yeah. We've sat through some dogs in this series. We've oh. watched some bad movies together. I mean, uh, we, we definitely could have sat through worse, but it wasn't. It's not the worst piece of crap in the it, world. It was fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, and I just discovered that uh, Lindsay Ellis, who's a great video essayist on YouTube, has a new apology to Stephanie Myers, which um, uh, um, we agree with a lot. A lot of stuff we discussed here, we she agrees with us on, and she's much more eloquent and concise than we are in our babbling here on the podcast. So please check her out. She's cool. Um, that is about it. Chad, would you like to plug anything? Um. No, because I mean, no, you don't have a like a company that makes films and podcasts that Maybe. you want. No, because you're gonna say it at some point. Is you do he, it. Though? Yeah, is he gonna say <laughs> it? Maybe I won't. Redacted media. <laughs> Where can people find redacted media, yeah. Chad? Uh, 
redacted.media. That website's back up. What kind of things does Redacted do? We do short films. We do podcasts. Mm. Ooh. We're getting into the illegal fur trade. That's true. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Black yeah. tar fur. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, you can find us on YouTube and mm-hmm. Twitter uh, at Redact Yourself. Uh, we do have a new podcast that is going up monthly, which you are a part of, Chad. That's true. Uh, first episode just went up fairly recently to this episode airing. What's that all about, Chad? Oh, so it's the Film Filmological Society, and Chris Schulz and I are going on the, I think it's the British Academy of blah, 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 sciences, but the top 100 uh, comedy films of all time, according to that list. Okay, cool. cool. So the first episode was uh, the... King of comedy. King, King of comedy. Yeah. Like Robert De Niro. I was going to say the comedian, <laughs> which was all right. I'd never seen it before, and I never. I, it's one of those Scorsese films that you forget that he did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Jerry Lewis is in it too. Yeah. That's crazy. Jerry Lewis was in the Scorsese film. <laughs> it's it's not bad. <laughs> um, so you can find that uh, redacted through Twitter and uh, Facebook.com/slash Redacted Media LLC. Uh, so you can find all the podcasts and the movies on there. If you're listening to this on iTunes, uh, please subscribe. That'd be awesome. Uh, but also share the love to our wonderful uh, hosts for these podcasts, uh, ghosthat.media. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, sorry, ghosthat.net. Um, Ghost Hat Media, which is uh, Jeff Bell's umbrella of uh, entertainment. I also do the Top Shelf Disney podcast with him mm-hmm. uh, weekly. We're near the end of that show. I'm getting sad. <laughs> you guys like, flew have, through those. We have like 15 left. Like we're getting there. Wow. Uh, we just had our one year anniversary, like like last month. Um, so yeah, check out uh, ghost hat dot, uh, ghost hat net. Also check out Ben, who unfortunately once again isn't with us today. Ben with no name at Benji Toes on Twitter and Instagram. Ben, I miss you. I hope you're having fun at Sundance. Candice, do you want to plug anything? Go. Uh, yeah, I should have a new short coming out. A 101 short. It should be released yeah. in the next couple weeks, hopefully. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, stars myself and a couple other names you might recognize. Are they handsome? Um, one of them, at least. Is. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Uh, comment below or tweet at one of us. I'm at TC's Big Head. You can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, or just comment here on Facebook or wherever you might be listening to this. And let us know what you think about Twilight if you didn't even bother giving it a review a rewatch because you feel certain ways about it uh, or if you have any reactions to what we've said today in this episode potentially my theory that uh, Bella got around like I mean no that's not a good theory but I'm saying I'm not saying it's a good or a bad theory I'm why just saying why are you so obsessed with how much sex she's <laughs> I do, that's not I, you know that's, that's not a little she's 16 oh my god this is we gotta wrap this up now we have a problem <laughs> Fade in the music. Hey, bring the music up. There you go. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you're creative out there, if you're doing anything uh, creative, continue to keep doing that because uh, that's you know that's what makes the world go around and fun things like that. So I'm TC for Ben, who's somewhere out there in the world, for Chad across the table for me, for Candace next to me, for that's all me. the rewatchmen everywhere saying keep doing what you're doing. We'll talk to you next time. No, so now, thanks, guys. I am gonna hey, have lost. You brought it up. You brought it I up. Was, that I, was on you. It was innocent. I was not trying to be creepy. The innocent sex? You may, no, what? I'm so alone. <laughs>